The aroma had by now crept into every corner of the house, including my mother's bedroom where she was trying to take a well-earned break. I had left the badger's head to simmer on a low flame whilst I returned to my own bedroom to get on with the more pressing task of skinning a common shrew carcass that I had found that morning during my walk through the local woods. Maybe I'd been neglecting the boiling head a little, but I'd felt that the longer it bubbled away, the easier it would be to peel away the flesh and so expose the skull beneath, which was the point of the exercise in the first place. I hadn't really noticed the appalling stench until my mother's raised tones drew my attention to it. Perhaps the equally pungent shrew carcass was helping to mask it. I shot downstairs to the kitchen to find that the lid of the pan was bouncing happily on a ring of green-tinged foam, some of which had dribbled down the side and into the flame. At eleven years old, I was not the most adept of cooks. I was soon joined by my mother, who, holding her nose, moved to the cooker, turned off the gas, and simply said, "'I don't know what you've got in there, Simon. I don't really want to know. But would you please take it out into the garden? It's rather smelly.' Oh, and Simon, she added, with touching concern given the circumstances, be very careful with the hot water. I don't want you to burn yourself. My long-suffering mother, Eve, was by now well used to my habits. I spent my weekend mornings from first light stalking through my local woodland on the edge of Bristol, looking for signs of life. Any fresh, or not-so-fresh, carcass was a potential addition to my museum, a drawer in my bedroom that housed plaster casts of wild animal footprints, broken birds' eggs, I never collected viable eggs from nests, even at a time when many still did, and a host of other exhibits. Among my favourites were the birds' wings which I would separate from roadkills and then pin to cardboard. Drying these natural works of art once again meant I had to commandeer my mother's cooking facilities. Something the size of a jay took roughly forty-five minutes on a very low flame in the oven. Once cooled, I would mount the wings on a wooden plinth and then hang them on my wall. They would last a good year before beginning to fall apart. Though I treasured these trophies, they were merely trinkets, souvenirs of sorts, to remind me of my adventures watching the local wildlife. My overwhelming ambition during those early morning walks was not to find dead animals, but live ones. Just when my obsession with watching wildlife started is hard to say. I simply can't remember a time when I was not captivated by the wild world around me. I was born in Nairobi, Kenya, on the 27th of December 1962. At the time, my father, John, was working for BFBS, the British Forces Broadcasting Service, as a DJ.